But you know what's on my mind right now? It ain't the coffee in my kitchen. It's the dead nigger in my garage. Oh, Jimmy, don't even worry well, no, about no, no, it. Wait a minute, don't think about anything. I want to ask you a question. When you came pulling in here, did you notice a sign out in the front of my house that said dead nigger storage? Jimmy, you know I ain't seen no shit. Did you notice a sign in the front of my house that said dead nigger storage? No. I didn't. You know why you didn't see that sign? Cause it ain't there, cause storing dead niggers ain't my fucking business, that's why. Well, Jimmy, we're not gonna no, 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 store them, no, 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 no. Don't you fucking realize, man, that if Bonnie comes home and finds a dead body... No punchline, no cute shit. Cause if I press play, my niggas really mute shit. Had dog bleeding from the mouth, thick as mucus, niggas boosting on the Merkins. We just heard a bunch of shoot. Real underground kings, we come from the sewage. Don't let me do it to you, Dunny, cause I overdo it. This murder music with Ali, he co-wrote and produced it. Coke in the microwave, I show up when I nuke it. Snakes on the collar of my shirt, this polo so exclusive. Out in Vegas at the Mirage, shit ain't no illusion. You know who winning, but of course, we all know who losing. Jump with them killers off the porch, we all know who rooting. But a bad guy in the movie, smoking on the Cuban. Dope sweet as a Susie Q, I got the smokers poofing. No excuses, so my behavior was broken, stupid, contributing. Doing the devil's work on my joint and looking. See it in your face, I got the good stuff. Smoking in the spot with inbox, making pill flips, field trips, touched a couple hundred needles. Yo, 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 yo. Detroit State of Mind, episode, what, 20? 20. That's right, I'm Mike. Trez. And we back up in this thing. And we got a special guest, man. Uh, introduce yourself, man. Uh, Mike Mueller, host of the Closet Champion Wrestling Podcast. Find me on Facebook at Closet Champ. Uh, I wanted to say that I've known these guys for a lot of years now. We go back, shit, what, 2013? Yeah, it's like, yeah, like 2013, somewhere around Somewhere there. around yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Back pronto days, man. Man, yeah, man. Tips, tell me about it. <laughs> man. One of the worst years of my life. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. Man, man. Hey, he was, I was thinking it. <laughs> I still work like five doors down from the place. I gotta be careful about what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Where I, I feel that, man. That's our that's royal uh, working, man. That's it's, a, it's a cult, man. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah, everybody. Man, no matter where I go in Royal Oak, even like, because like, I work at the northern part of Royal Oak now, yeah. and still like same people. Everybody knows mm-hmm. everybody. It's like it's, a network. It is, <laughs> it's man. It's sick, man. I, like, I'm mm-hmm. on the bus. I see somebody. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm, I used to work with you two years yeah. ago. <laughs> My man, man, what are you doing, man? I'm like, hey, hey you need to relax, bro. Like, <laughs> I ran into a guy at the fucking Elks Lodge, bartending at the Elks Lodge in right. Ferndale that used to work at Pronto. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the dude's name, but like, I bet my bottom dollar on it. I Oh. I remember his name. I don't know if I should ch- say it on here, but it's Guy. I don't know if you guys remember. Guy. I know Guy. Guy. Short yeah, Guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Guy. yeah Short yeah. Guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's at the fucking Elks Lodge in Ferndale. I'm like, I can't go anywhere. Like, that's the last place I think I'd find somebody who worked nope. at fucking Prano. Nope. <laughs> they're right there, man. I went to, uh, I was at Anita's Kitchen for a short period of time, and I saw like yeah. you, you was at Anita's Kitchen? Yeah. For a very short period of time. Uh, TJ was there. I was in there. Austin I, was I, there. I came, I came there right after TJ left. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then uh, Austin was there, too? He was for a second. I didn't see Austin there, but I seen like two waitresses there that used to work at Pronto. Small world. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, we usually start off by like a weekly recap, man. So like, what's your week been like? Uh, my week's been pretty good. I've been getting back. Oh, I, uh, I I left my. Uh, you see, once it starts, it starts to stop, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been going back full time at the restaurant and just kind of like focusing on like hobbies and projects and shit that like gives me personal joy versus 
uh, doing shit for a paycheck or because it's what I think I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And it's something that I'm still kind of like learning. Jesus, that is a full shot. Uh, <laughs> it's something I'm still learning how to do, but it's been fun and it's been cool. And it's, I don't know, I feel like I needed this. It's kind of been like a reset week for me. That's what's up, man. You know, I needed it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not bad at all. Some of us all, we all need that reset week. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mike? What's going on with you, Doc? Uh, well, everything's coming together. I just, I got everything together at the crib now. You know okay. what I'm saying? I don't know My if man. I had mentioned My that. Man. But uh, I just moved, and then I moved in, and it was a, it was a fucking, uh, you ever seen the movie Money Pit? Mm. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I live. Oh, like, my fucking, <laughs> it was a fucking money pit. It was I, you never seen it? No. Like, you know, it's bad. Oh, like, yeah. It's bad. Like him and his woman, like they buy this house and they move to this house and like everything is fucking wrong with this house. Like everything yeah. imaginable that you can They fix one thing, like five other things. Go yeah, it was, it's like, pretty bad. It remind me yeah. of that uh Outcast video. Yeah, um, Sorry, Miss Jackson. Yeah, it's pretty. Oh, yeah, 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 like that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's fucked up. But uh, finally, like everything is uh pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Everything is coming together. Your kitchen, bathroom, and all that. So, I'm very uh stoked about that actually. Other than that, man, just grinding. Uh, shit, man. I've been six days on plus hustling between that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to reach these goals, man. What's up uh, with you? Uh, yeah. These um, man, I'm just doing this driving shit. Are we in dabbling, dabbling in the poison? That's what's yeah. up. Yeah, that'll get you. Johnny Walker with Black Label, thanks to uh, the guest. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much, man. No sponsorships, though. <laughs> so, thank you, Mike. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We're going to edit that out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, my, my week's been pretty good, man. It's um, I'm, I'm loving my job shit, my driving shit. I know sometimes I get a little bit annoying, but nothing more annoying than working in a goddamn dusty-ass warehouse full of them goddamn niggas. <laughs> just a big-ass bunch of circle-jerking-ass managers and shift assistants getting on my motherfucking nerves. But that's over with now. That's the thing of the past. Now all I see is snow and... You're on the road. Yeah, I'm on the road. I'm and Back since, on the road. But I'm back on the road, you know? It's, um... You know, some bitch opened the door to get her package and she had no clothes on. I was like, that's nice. Nice. Like, nice. nothing. <laughs> she didn't, she, didn't, she didn't nice. had no. She wasn't, like, before we started clapping, she went fully new, but she's just like, I'm like, bitch, you partial? Bend, yeah, nice. them shorts, them nice. shorts was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bar is low for Mike. Anything Very. is a good thing. <laughs> the bar is low. <laughs> yeah, man. So the week's been going pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, playing catch up on these bills. You know, I ain't going to get specific. But that's about it, you know. That's what's up, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit, man, let's get into the bullshit. Of course. Um, so as y'all know, the election uh, shit is coming up. You know what I'm saying? Oh God. Yeah, I know, right? I'm not super popular. Johnny Walker. It's not enough of it. It's not. It's not enough. Hey, you want this lighter too? You just swaddle, swaddle the lighter too. Fuck, man, give me the lighter fluid. Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I was looking at a lot of things, and like the first thing I seen was I looked on the Breakfast Club. They were uh, talking to Alexandria Ocasio. Uh, Cortez, they call it AOC for short, youngest person in Congress and from the Bronx. And you know what your Uncle Charles say about people from Bronx and all of Florida, crazy people come from there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she was just talking about her stance on being liberal and everything and how Michael Bloomberg, because we mentioned Michael Bloomberg on the show uh, a couple some episodes ago. Right. But I didn't really know who he was. So like, I, like I said, I'm not really into politics or whatever. But I didn't know he was like he fought for the stop and frisk uh, law to yeah. yeah after people were like saying this is ineffective. You know what I'm saying? It's this causing more damage than good. Target, targeting uh, black, black people, black people, black and brown people. You know, minorities and just like I'm some like, New York shit. Exactly. So 
excuse me. So she basically said that he was, um, you know, the bad guy trying to be the good guy. It is, I think he was Republican in New York, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, so. Yeah, he was yeah. Republican in New York. But now he's Democrat. Right? Yeah, yeah, mayor yeah. of New York City, Republican, like 12 years. Yeah, yeah. so, so um, she, like, I guess the Democratic vote is the easiest vote to get. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want, you know, they, they hail Trump. Like, I ain't never seen nobody go so hard. They ain't even go this hard for Bush, I don't think. But, like, they going hard for Trump, like, everywhere you go. Like, everywhere I go, especially since I travel, like, north of Macomb and shit. It's <laughs> like, all I see is, like, Trump. Like flags, like flags, like people like hanging out of people's trucks and shit. What's up? And it's um like I'm like that shit crazy to me. So and then like um yeah, so that I was doing I was doing that research, and then on the other hand, I know Candace Owens. I know Candace Owens from like you know like some years ago, and she's like super conservative and shit like that. And um, she's just saying Trump is just the best thing to happen to America since like sliced bread and just sliced bread, not since niggas could vote or since that past <laughs> Emancipation Proclamation, just you know, sliced bread. But um, other than that, you know what I'm saying? That's like, I'm just doing, I'm just now like just getting into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how like how do y'all feel about all of this? Like, do y'all, oh yeah. Well, um, one of the reasons, one of the big things that I like about uh, AOC and what is interesting, like you said, yeah, it's Democrat is kind of the easiest vote to get, especially because people in the Democratic Party tend to be more, this is not necessarily a good thing, but like open, more open minded to quick change, like rapid fire, something's not working, switch over. Right. Um, so it's like if you're going to go, especially like from if you're an independent, uh, which if you look at AOC, AOC is very far left of most Democrats. Bernie Sanders is very far left of most Democrats. Right. And Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat. He's an independent. AOC is not a Democrat. She's an independent. But you live in a world where if you want to get elected to anything above you know, fucking Congress level, mm -hmm. you can't have an I next to your name. You got to have a D or an R. Right. And they, the thing that, like, if you try to go Republican, if you're independent, that leans more right and you're more Republican and you go that direction, you're going to have much, like, you're going to have a much harder time breaking into the people that consider themselves establishment Republicans. Right. Versus, like, if you are leaning left and you go Democrat, people that tend to identify more liberal Democrat are going to be more open-minded to change. So they're going to be more open-minded to taking you in. And I think that's what they meant when they're saying like Bloomberg was a fucking Republican his whole life, but he really kind of rode the middle. Well, now he's trying to get to a level that's higher than mayor of a city. What's he going to do? Challenge Trump in a primary? Yeah, it would behoove him if he's trying to take that spot to just go be a, a Democrat. Democrat, exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of what's happening and what we're seeing. And that's why a lot of people, myself included, I don't want to get too, you know, into my thoughts on shit. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking this close from being like a Russian pinko commie <laughs> uh, shit. But it's a lot of people don't trust what he's saying and don't believe his message of like, do you really want to do any good for anybody or are you just trying to be Trump to like fucking bump your ego up? Like you don't believe, do you really believe in any of the shit they're saying? Cause like you said, you did stop and frisk. Like you did redlining, you did everything that you could to fucking monopolize and capitalize on people of, you know, a lesser, uh, like socioeconomic status than you. You right. built your whole life on that. Now you're saying that you're someone that's for the people. Like, that's, that's a hard thing for a lot of people to believe. Yeah. And if he means it, like, that's cool because he's got a shitload of money and he can do shit. Right. But I don't buy it, and a lot of people don't. I, a lot of people are seeing that as it's like it's nothing more than just like an easy attempt at a power grab. Yeah. 
I think uh, I'm not like a big political guy like at all by, by any means. Mm-hmm. Like the way that I look every everything is pretty much like black and white. Like whose uh, whose agenda aligns with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I listen to everybody. It doesn't matter if Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter. No. I just want to hear what you have to say about, and I just try to, you know, figure out who I agree with more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, as far as Bloomberg, yeah, it's every, every, anybody that's running right now, basically it's, it's a, it's a, uh, Trump is the champion and they're trying to find somebody to knock him out the ring. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's, and that's what it's all seen to be based around as opposed to being based around having some type of morals to really stand on. Right. That's going to like help people and, uh, help move this, this country into a, a better position in the world. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's, it's kind of corny, but at the same time, and I heard this over and over, it's like, it's almost a joke now. It's like, it's, it's a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I can I can only take it as serious as what I see on television. You right, know what I'm saying? Like, right. um, the way I look at it is, it no matter what happens. Like, okay, we had like a black president, and we had plenty of white presidents, <laughs> and my life hasn't really been any better throughout any of those. Like, it wasn't like when there was a black Democrat in the office that shit was popping over here like right, you know what right, i'm saying right, it wasn't yeah. like that it was pretty much the same with yeah. me as it was with bush you know right, what i'm saying right so with that being said it's like i think we put too much stock into the these big guys that what right, they're doing right and i feel like it's more control on smaller levels of government you know what i'm saying totally that's that's where i would like to focus on more yeah you know what i'm saying no that's huge and that's uh you know that they say change, real change happens at like the local and the state level way yeah. more than a federal level. And I'm with you. Yeah, like the difference in your life as individual people from one president to another is is very, very minimal. I'm with you. Like my life has not been that much different. Yeah, everybody was tripping when Trump got elected. Like, oh my God, the world is sure. going to end. Sure. Yeah, they were and sure. here we are four right. years from now. The world not well continually to go on, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) right? right. What are you talking about? You know, I think it is like didn't nobody expect him to win because he's not like what what is he? He's been a senator of what? Nothing. Nothing. He's what political experience does he have? Nothing. All right, so that's why it's a joke. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, you was like hear that Trump running for office. It's like hearing Charlie Chain running for office. Like, this nigga ain't about to win. <laughs> I understand why he would, why he won though. Oh, of course we all know. Like because he can oh. keep people's attention. Like sure. he's an entertaining person. Oh yeah, he you knows know how saying? to get people's attention. That's yeah, how he like, built his whole career. Exactly. Out. Like that's that's why he won. Yeah. I mean, you got all these people who get up on these podiums and they talk all of this shit, and a lot of it is kind of boring and it goes over your head. Mm-hmm. And if you a younger guy of any type of race. Like me, when I was a kid, I didn't pay attention to none of the fucking shit that presidents right. were talking about. My grandmother did, but I didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but then you get somebody up there, and he up there just saying some crazy shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? All that nut shit he be saying is like, that's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not the politician you're used to yeah, seeing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's very yeah. unorthodox what he's doing here. So, yeah. it was like, <laughs> with that being said, it's like, I, I see how he won. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like. Well, it, it worked. Like, shit, who, who got the last laugh and now? Then, and right. then on the flip side, I mean, just to bring it back to what we were talking about, like, I, I'm don't, I'm not paying a lot of attention to what's going on, mm. but who in the on the Democratic side party do you guys think 
you know, or um, is is a capable of possibly like beating Trump. Yeah, knocking Trump out the <laughs> ring. Like, <it's, laughs> who's who's the Buster Douglas that has yeah, fucking like Tyson? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, probably a. Uh, Probably Bloomberg, probably because of the money standpoint. Like I don't see Bernie. San- I don't know. I I, I see what ba- Bernie Sanders want to do, but I don't. I don't see him winning. I, I just don't. It's yeah. It's so like I like I like Bernie a lot. Cause like I said, I'm I'm very far left. So I like Bernie and I like Elizabeth Warren a lot, just because they're the most progressive and the most yeah yeah. Far I like left. I like them, but it's just like I don't. But I want that, them to, but it's not right. Yeah, yeah. and it's the th- what. What I like about Bernie is like he, he gets young people excited, and when young people vote, the more people vote, it tends to favor Democrats, and the more young people vote, it really favors Democrats. I just I just have a hard time when it comes to politics in general, but especially yeah. somebody like him who could yeah. potentially have a lot of uh, power behind him mm. if everybody wants to ride behind him. I feel like his his. He will have a really good chance at winning. But th- my thing is, so I've heard some of the things he said, mm. and it's kind of like, I, I just, politicians, it's like, are you, it sounds like you're talking a good game to me. It's, it sounds right. like you're, you're right. saying what I want to hear. And wh- how are you going to actually make that How are you going to execute this shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some of that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, you want to wipe out student debt, but right. how? Well, like how we how we how like what's the mechanics of that? Like, right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, sounds good. Looks good on paper. Right, yeah, <laughs> it's, and it's I mean, shit, God, I got fucking close to forty grand that I like to see erased, you know, from Central Michigan, yeah. like millions of other millions people, of man. others. Every, yeah, I'm on the low end at yeah. forty grand. Yeah, you know, like I know that. Um, and it's they, he says he has ways, and I, I want to believe that they're real. You know what I mean? Like. Right. It's he has an actual plan, and essentially the plan is really to uh, a way that he wants to pay for all, like you know, not only eliminating student loans, but then paying for free four-year college after the fact, and right. you know, for people going into it, um, is it's a lot of closing corporate tax loopholes and that sort of shit. And you, I just actually listened to a quick little fifteen-minute podcast today where a guy was talking about a ten percent flat tax rate. On everybody from the bottom one percent to the top one percent, you get ten percent flat tax. That's going to be way less than any of us pay. You know what I mean? We all pay more than ten percent taxes. And shit, look at your paycheck. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But if you look at people that are on the very, very far other end of that, that are you know making billions and billions and billions of dollars, they're not paying anywhere near ten percent either. But it's on the low end. They're paying zero percent, one percent for different incentives and all these other reasons and this guy's argument was if you get rid of all of that you can make a flat 10 percent tax rate across the board from the poorest to the highest and 10 percent is going to hurt the poorest a hell of a lot more than 10 percent hurts the highest but it's a fucking shitload better than the 30 40 whatever percent you're paying now right you know what i mean so it was an interesting point of view and an interesting perspective and he's not someone that i necessarily agree with a lot of times but I think the point is that there is a lot more money to be taken from the top than we're allowed to realize. And if we literally, if we really tap into that, shit like removing student loan debt can be done. Because those, it's not like we're just going to not pay these companies money that took out these loans. You know what I mean? Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are still going to get paid. Right. It's just instead of them getting paid directly from us... It's getting paid from a larger tax pool that a lot more money is coming in from the top. And so 
there's kind of your balance and there's where a lot of people that are on the higher end of the socioeconomic spectrum don't want to see this happen because it gets to the very real thing of why am I paying shit that has nothing to do with me? Right. You know, and, and I, to a certain degree, I understand that, but like I said, to a certain degree, I'm this fucking good communist. Like, I really am. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm all about, I'm like, Hammer and a sickle, man. Every, right, like, fucking everyone help everyone or we're going to have some yeah. fucking problems. Like, eat the rich, you know? Like, so that's kind of my thing. So, I don't know, like, I don't so know. So that's the, good. That That is, that is going to almost, that's going to hurt capitalism. Oh, big time, uh, big time, and that goes into it. That could be a whole other podcast of what you think about that. But yeah. it it does hurt capitalism from the sense of you're removing the incentive of business owners to really try to just straight up maximize their business. But the flip side of that is, what's the point in letting them? Mac- what's the point in letting Sam Walton maximize his business if he's going to hire underemploy? how many millions of people that we all have to subsidize anyway with taxes because you can't make shit making it working at Walmart. Right. You, know, you got a job, he employs people, but why are we giving him these incentives to underemploy people? Right. And that's where that really left-wing take that shit away comes from. And it does scare a lot of people that believe in the very um, pure version of the American dream. Yeah, you- because as you say this, I'm thinking to myself, like, what is that gonna do like to America like economic wise? Like it's gonna, that's gonna shift a lot of shit. It's like, gonna shift a lot of shit. And it's just is the is it good or is it bad? I don't know. But it it's definitely gonna change things. And I feel like a lot of the people that are the most vocally opposed to it are opposed to it because they feel like that change is not gonna benefit them. Which is probably the one percent. That's big business. That's my argument. Mm. Uh, but paint where it ain't. Man, moving along, man. That's a that was a good anything one. that deep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So you talked to me about this six months ago. I wouldn't have had shit to say, but we're in political season now, so I'm like on fucking. Oh, you charged right? up? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, dude, you man, should see my phone. Not... It's nothing but news apps right now. Yeah, I, yeah. I look at that. I, like when I'm in a uh, van. Driving, I'm like, I listen to the, I kind of try to listen to it before I like start delivering and shit. Yeah, I'm going yeah. in and out, and um, yeah, so I try to soak up all I can. I don't yeah. watch a lot of shit. I, the only news that I get is, uh, I get, uh, cause I watch the stock market, so I get yeah. stock market updates. Yeah, all yeah, day, which is rough. That's, that shit is all t- varied, which is getting to what I'm getting to right now. Uh, coronavirus <laughs> in America. <laughs> uh. I'm not sure what the stats are, but I'm I, from what I've heard, I, this is not a politically correct uh, podcast, so don't get back from us. But from what I've heard, as far as barbershop talk, it's like film case in America or whatnot. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You guys scared? Is is this 28 days later or <laughs> like what's? <laughs> um. So I, uh, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but whatever. It's Johnny Walker Black is flowing, so uh, I've been feeling like. I'm feeling better now, but for the past, like, like 10 days ago until about, like, 8 days ago, I thought I might have fucking had the coronavirus. Get the fuck out of here. I was feeling so <laughs> shitty, and I, this is, you know, we're in America, and I don't have fucking healthcare. Uh, right. So I'm sitting there going, am I going to die of goddamn coronavirus? Uh, I felt like fucking shit. 
So as much as I like to not put, because you know we fucking there was swine flu and bird flu and yeah, every other Zika goddamn virus. thing, Zika virus, yeah. Ebola, Ebola, all that shit that just went away. So like part of me, like the logical part of me, is like this is bullshit. Right. Like why am I freaking out about this? But right. the other thing, I was like I was fucking throwing up for three days, going. I think I got the coronavirus. I don't know what's going on. It might be the regular flu, though. It could be. It could be, but not just good old influenza. Hey, hey man, you know what? I always say this, man. Like, uh, when I did his uh, his podcast today, you know, he was like, "You allergic to cats?" I just wanted to be like, you know what? Niggas ain't got time for that, man. We got we got we ain't got time for allergies. We ain't got time for coronavirus. We just ain't got time. You know, like I um I got I got this from um. Uh, straight out of Compton, you know, uh, when they when Easy E found out he had AIDS, he's like, "Nah, but I ain't got time for that. I got <laughs> stuff to do." I'm just like, "I got stuff to do." When they talk about, "Yeah, the coronavirus is spreading," I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." All right, <laughs> I just go on about my day. I'm like, "I got deliveries to make. I got deliveries to make. I'm probably gonna die in this van anyway." I'm just like, "Fuck it." It's just like I ain't got time for this shit. Do anybody know the symptoms of this shit? It's like a regular flu, but you die. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> if I was a doctor, I'd be like, "Yeah, you. This like the regular flu, but yeah, you you." You know, get your affairs in order. Like you're do, you, done. do you have a will? Get a will. Get a will. You know, the flu shit ain't no joke, man. Everybody in my baby mama house had the flu. She got yeah. five kids, uh, including my two. And I think one of the little babies got sick. And then the other two babies got sick. Then she got sick. Mm-hmm. Then my daughter got sick. This was like all in a matter of a week. Yeah. The only person that didn't get sick is my son. Really? Like, I don't know what magic serum. And he's over there with him. Like he. <laughs> He didn't get sick at all, but Make everybody. sure he donates blood. He's got something good going on. I don't, yeah, I guess so. Apparently, he's drinking. He might be drinking. I don't know. He's sick. He almost sixteen. Like he might be. I don't know what the fuck he's doing? But yeah, he didn't get sick. But yeah, I I caught the flu one time when I was a kid. I had the stomach flu, and that shit put me down for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, it was pretty bad, but that wasn't shit compared to when I had uh, bronchitis and walking pneumonia at the same time. That oh, Jesus some, Christ, man. Boy, that was some bull nigga. <laughs> it was New Year's Eve, I think 2014 or 13, one of the motherfuckers. And everything was going good. I was over my baby mama house. And everything was going good. Kids running around playing and shit. The ball about to drop. We over there just watching TV. And the ball dropped and everything. As soon as the fucking ball dropped, bro, <laughs> I just feel crazy. I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. Like, I don't live there, but I, I didn't want to spend a night there because me yeah. and her not together, you know what I'm saying? But I'm sitting there, and I'm like, she like, what's wrong? I'm like, yo, I feel like sh- pure D shit. Like, <laughs> I feel like shit. And then I just blacked out, bro. Like, I don't even remember nothing. All I remember is at one point I was laying on the floor in her hallway. Whoa. <laughs> and she was nudging me like, are you okay? Like, get up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like. Just get up. Yeah, she was like, you going to get up? be alive. And then I'm like, it's like the next day. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, call my job. I'm sick. <laughs> and then she, like, helped me to the bed and was nursing me. And I'm like. We not together. We was just arguing. I'm thinking about like misery. Like <laughs> I'm over here all sick. <laughs> She's feeding you soup you don't want to yeah, eat. Yeah, she was like looking out for me. She was all nurturing, and I'm like, I don't know where this is going, but I feel like shit. I ain't out of here. And I finally like made it to my car somehow and went to the fucking ER, and it was like, boy, you got walking pneumonia, bronchitis, all kind of shit going on with you. I'm like, oh shit. Give me the meds. Give me the Z pack. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to die. Like I'm about to die. Nigga. I'm about to- 
half dead, nigga. The only thing that happened to me while I was working at Taco Bell, we went through a rush, and I thought it was cool to eat this taco that's been sitting out. It was all cool for until I got home. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> I got home. I'm laying in the bed. I'm trying to get comfortable. I'm like, this ain't no normal un- uncomfortability. I'm sweating. I'm, I started sweating and shit. I'm like, let me go throw up. My mouth. You know how your mouth started watering yeah. when you throwing up. You about to throw up. I was like, I go throw up. Then I'm like, no, 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 something else happening. I gotta sit down. Oh, then, oh. <laughs> then I'm talking about the, the liquid magma <laughs> was spewing from my body. The taco out. Man, then I, uh, I was had to throw up again. I was like, well, I'm not about to get up and put my face in there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm about to throw up in this fucking trash can with no bag in it. <laughs> I'm just like, after I got done having my fucking episode, I'm like, I'm so fucked. Up. I'm just like dehydrated. All I want is some water and want to go lay down. Yeah. I call both my jobs. I'm like, I ain't coming in. <laughs> I ain't coming in. He's like, why? Are you sure you're not coming in? Are you, are you sure you're going to see me in the next hour? I'm not coming in. <laughs> go to sleep. I get like a big jug of water. I can take the, jug, the whole jug out the refrigerator, just drink it. And then like I, I slept it off or whatever. But I thank God for my white blood cells. Right. But shit. I'm like that, that. Like I ain't never experienced food poisoning in my life until that moment. I was like, I thought I was done. I was like, uh, yeah. it's awful. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's I've it. Never, Season I've finale of Trish. It's over. Oh, dude, yeah. and the thing it does, it hits you so quick. Instantly, huh? yeah, well, I, I thank God it, I was at home. Yeah, like I mean, like within two hours, you're. It's like no mistake, and you know. No, yeah, yeah. And don't don't try to. Cause I thought like, oh, I just need to. You know, no, let let it run its course. Let yeah. that poison go out, go through you, and that's it. Go right. to sleep. You so can't stop discuss. it. Yeah. yeah. Unstoppable force. Never had it, man. Oh. So we were um so like I said, we was on um the Closet Champion podcast and we were talking about all our um uh, favorite moments and stuff like that. And Mike, I know you did say you didn't have much, you know, that like you weren't like super into wrestling, but I'm sure you had right. like some stories. You're like who was your, like some of your favorite wrestlers? Oh man, yeah. uh, I had like I I think I said this before, but I had two different eras where uh, where I paid attention closely to wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one was when I was a lot younger, and my stepdad used to watch wrestling, so that's how I got up on it. It was like I, I swear it was like either Sunday or Saturday mornings or whatever. Yeah. And um, that was like around the time where it was like Hulk Hogan. Mm. Uh, That's the golden era. Golden era. Yeah, oh, it, was, yeah. it was Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, yeah. uh, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Jake, Man, Jake the Snake, Macho Jake Man, Snake, yeah. like all Mister Perfect. Yeah, like all, yeah, all these guys. I was really into it then during that time. My favorite wrestler at that time was Jake the Snake because he Good had a man. snake. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck Hulk Hogan. This yeah. guy had a snake yes. in a bag. But <laughs> like, Jake was cold. Like yeah. Jake was like like Hulk was. Like, like Hulk, Hulk was like cocaine, and like Jake was like heroin. Yeah, like it was like like they would both fuck you up. And yeah, it was something dark ways. about Jake. Yeah. Jake was dark. Yeah. Jake Man, was dark. Let me tell you something about. Uh, I love. Jake. I was uh, listening to Stone Cold. He was like, "What's the craziest uh, pre-ritual that you've seen?" He was like, "I ain't. This ain't the craziest shit." But I seen Jake the Snake. He just. He would never work out. You know, you smoke a cigarette, take a long drag. <laughs> yeah, out that cigarette. Like it worked out. <laughs> he said, wipe the, get the cig- put the cigarette on the bottom of his boot, grab his bag, and get the fuck on. I was and like, go. nigga, what? I was like, Y'all got to listen to Stone Cold tell some of these stories, man. It's so fucking hilarious. Uh, that was the first era. Yeah. And so Jake the Snake and uh, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Because obviously I was a kid. And he wore makeup, and he had like cool shit wrapped around his arms, and I was like, "That shit is sweet," because it looks sweet when he like jump off the ropes and all. Yeah, that. Like, <laughs> so like those was like my two favorite when I was a little kid. Yeah, and then uh, I moved in with my aunt when I was a much older, like 
2000s, no, late 90s, oh, yeah. going into the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how, but I got right back into wrestling while I was there. Yeah. And during that era, it was the Stone Cold, uh, The Rock was just popping off. Okay. Like, he was just becoming The Rock. Yeah. Um, Electrifying, man. Yeah, like, he was, yeah. And uh, my favorite wrestler was, at that time, was Stone Cold. And then uh, The Rock started coming up, and I'm like, I don't know, man. And then everybody started talking about The Rock. He was taking over. Like, The Rock was like that nigga. Like, (laughs) the people's elbow, all that shit, like, all that, like, he took off. And I was like, damn, I don't know, man. The Rock. (laughs) He, he might be man, but I don't Stone. I like Stone Cold better because he was just more ruthless. Than we we talked about like that, he man. just yeah. jump in the ring, kick everybody, stun you like Get he, out, he do yeah, that yeah. shit like fifty times. <laughs> <laughs> it's fifty niggas in the ring. He didn't get the same move when nobody was prepared for that move. Like, but that was the beauty of it. Like that's you what made the forty eighth entertain- guy might have been no 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 everybody stunned, rolled out the ring and shit. I'm like it, wrestling was some wild shit, man. Yeah, it, it, it was always in. I always enjoyed it, but the how I got out of it was around that time. The storyline started to get like real crazy. Mm-hmm. It started to get real, uh, like super soap opera. Like, like it was just like the storyline. I didn't like the way the storyline was going a couple years after that, so it, it just lost my attention. Sure, but for a while, that shit was hot, bro. Like yeah. Triple mm-hmm. H, uh, all that shit, DX, all, like that shit was hot. Like I was into that shit for a minute. You yeah. know, in trouble for doing that suck it shit. Yeah, and then like, oh, uh, God. Uh, I wanted uh, a suck it. I wanted a DX suck it shirt for Christmas, and, and for some reason, my mom wouldn't serious? let my yeah. Yeah, and I'm fucking 12, and my mom's like, I'm not getting you a suck it shirt for <laughs> Christmas. You're out of your goddamn mind. And uh, <laughs> it, it was weird, man. And then, like, Vixman, man, like, got super strong. and Yeah, started taking all the steroids. Yeah, he got steroided up and started. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you the businessman. Like, what are you, like, it just got hey, weird. The boss, boss got to get in there sometime, know, man. man. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was definitely, that was peak. That's exactly what we were fucking talking about earlier. Like, yeah. That exact stuff. Yeah, but cool, other man. than that, like I don't really, yeah, I, I fell yeah. out. I fell sure. Yeah, yeah, we all we all fell out, but it's just like we. I don't know. It's just like I got a re, I got a respect for it because like I was a music fan first, a wrestling fan uh, second, then a basketball fan. But the let wrestling- me cut you off, bro. I was that much of a fan during that time that I had. The uh the WWF CD with all of the intro songs. Yeah, on. The oh music. yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I had I had I used to play full, that shit. Yeah. Uh, full metal. Or yeah, so. that yeah, shit was. Yeah. I used to play that shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> you talking about when uh DMC did the DX uh songs and then like Disturbed did like uh Stone Cold's uh or was it something like else? Straight up intro. No, oh, these, were, these in- were the real intros. Like, okay, okay, it was. Yeah. I had a CD. It said WWE on that bitch, and then yeah. it just had all. I don't know where it came from, but it had all the songs on that. Okay. I remember like when Run DMC did uh the Degeneration X uh they did re- they redid their intro yeah um Stone Cold had one by Disturb and those are the only two I liked but uh-huh. it had like a long list of them so I was just like yeah yeah I think that one came a little later because I yeah, know the yeah, one yeah, you're yeah, okay, yeah okay I know the one you're talking about because they did a bunch of them mm-hmm. they had the Undertaker shit on there yeah yeah the like big, just the, the big original show. straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, like when I like in the '90s, like when I heard the rock, like, do you smell? I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like perk up. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, like some <laughs> shit about to happen. That, uh, oh, you didn't know, <laughs> bro, dog. Nah, nah. That was yeah, the man. shit. I was like, that's my favorite shit. My my yeah. favorite my favorite shit now is uh NWO. Like I love that thing. That that guitar riff is it's just, beautiful. It's classic. <laughs> it's beautiful. classic guitar riff. It just man, yeah, I just love it. Um, I listen to it like all the way to the end. I'm just like walking down the street, just listening to fucking NWO. Right. 
Speaking of wrestling, Mike, why, what prompted you to make the podcast? Yeah, so uh, I had gotten to a point in my life where it was really like uh, I wasn't doing anything for me. I wasn't doing anything like creatively for me, and I've always been a creative person, but I've needed to like express it verbally. I've never been a, a like a digital designer or graphic. I never drew. Like my handwriting sucks. My drawing skills suck. But I can talk all day about something I'm passionate about. And I found myself talking all the time with my friends about wrestling. And it got to a point where I'm like, I need to put my creative efforts towards something. So I love talking about wrestling. I got enough friends that I can just talk forever right. about it, you know. And it's one of those subjects that no matter how old I get, I don't get tired of talking about it. Just like you seem like with music and that sort of thing where right. it's like it just never gets old. So I finally started doing it just as something to do for myself and uh you know, it's been great for me just to be able to get my thoughts out there and kind of express the way I'm thinking and also as a way, like as a, a, a media, you know, sort of thing. And if it turns into something, it turns into something cool. If not, at the very least, it's me being able to bullshit and talk with my friends, right. you know, about something that I care about, something that means a lot to me. So right. it just kind of started out of a, a need to, you know, say something out loud. And what right. do I know more, like what subject do I probably know more than any other subject about it's wrestling so it's so just kind of a natural fit you never like put anything like out creatively to the world before um so i've done a lot of writing like i wrote a lot of short stories and things like that like right. you know like novels published or? uh just i mean i've i've sent it to friends and family and shit right. but i've never tried to like like put it out like through amazon or anything like that mm -hmm. um mainly I, I, the longest thing i wrote was like a a 10,000 word story which is technically that's like the minimum threshold for a novella mm -hmm. so like I wrote a novella um, and I've written a lot of lyrics and the thing is I know how to play music but I don't know how to Ooh. write yeah oh yeah fucking know that uh, yeah <laughs> uh, trumpet and uh, some, oh, my man trumpet yeah baby <laughs> trumpet and play trumpet too yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and some percussion my dad's a I pretty like good drummer um, so you know pocket drums you know keeping a beat on, on the set I always wanted to know how to play drums it's it's complicated. It's I used tough. to know how to play the clarinet. Yeah, yeah. there you go. From fucking band class. Yeah, man, man, man. man I'm man. trash. Oh, nah. man. That's your <laughs> trumpet happened. Yeah, I'm trash. Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much wash. <laughs> oh god, I haven't touched. That's your wash segment right there. Yeah, yeah. that's me right washed here. Washed up ass band players. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. All trumpet three and clarinet. That's <laughs> <laughs> an F sharp. Mm. <laughs> Can't tell you. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I did that sort of shit, and uh, I actually, back uh, when I first got back into wrestling in, like, 2011, I actually started a blog, because blogs at the time were more popular than podcasts right, and shit. Right. Uh, so I wrote, and I still it's still live, it's just a WordPress site, right. uh, but it's still live, the shit that I wrote back then, and even looking back on it, it was, like, super long-winded. Like, it would be pages and pages and shit. And you look at a blog, and it's like 500 words. And I've got shit that's clocking in at like 4,000 words. Jesus and, Lord, man. Yeah, like, it's long shit. And so, like, I kind of looked at that, and I'm like, you know what? I think a podcast makes a lot more sense for uh, me. Yeah, that's, you know? that's perfect for you. Yeah. You have a lot to say like that. I, yeah. I checked out, uh, I want to say I checked out the first episode, and then I started listening to... Uh, the one episode about Shawn Michaels. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah, that's the first one I did with a guest. Yeah, I, I started listening to that with 
Which, is that the one that's is more than one part to it? Yeah, it's three it's parts. Okay, so three I listened parts. to the first part, but I didn't get to the second and third part yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you had a lot of insight about that shit that I had yeah. no idea. I just know him from kicking niggas in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know he was, like, like oh, turned man. his life over to Christ and all of that. Like, yeah. he was, like, really getting into some shit. I'm like, all right, damn, this shit yeah. deep. Shit deeper than rap. <laughs> right. Well, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's, like, any subject that, you know, you're passionate about like just a little bit that we were talking about you know with Royce and stuff like that earlier uh, which I know you guys are going to talk about more later but it's like when you you find something that you're really passionate about it's like you can't learn enough about it like that you know what I mean it's not it's not a chore to learn those things so it's like I, I spent my fucking days reading like wrestling almanacs and wikipedia pages and you know biographies i have Shawn michaels biography like i've got mcfoley's biography i got a lot of that shit and that's just shit that i read in my free time and it's like i'm I'm spending all my time and energy talking about this shit anyway and i'm a creative kind of person anyway Mm -hmm. why not just bring the two together makes sense that's true i think it it brings us all together you know what i'm saying because we all you know have a past relationship with wrestling you know, we, um, you know what I'm saying? We all come from different backgrounds. We all different people. But, you know, that's one of the things that brought all three of us together, you know, was talking about, you know what I'm saying, right now, amongst other things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, we all got we all got that in common. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think that's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? I think we discussed that earlier you know, on your show. We were just like, you know, the fact that, you know, black people can come in there like Booker T. And I, like, I seen people that look like me in there yeah, wrestling. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And I was like, that was dope. I was like, I want to be a wrestler. You know what I'm saying? And granted, you know, I probably have to gain another 100 pounds of muscle <laughs> to do so. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? I was like, to, the fact that I seen myself in that light is like, that was beautiful. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, do you have a favorite wrestler? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My all-time favorite wrestler to me is Mr. Perfect. Really? Uh, yes, really. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so I, when I was a kid growing up, it was Shawn Michaels. Like right. that was my favorite when I was watching it in the moment. But when I got older and I got back into it, like I always liked Mr. Perfect, but I look back on it and what I love about Mr. Perfect and what to me makes a true professional in any form of art. And I will argue that wrestling is art, um, is the ability to make the other person look good. Like okay. if say it's the same thing with music. If you bring someone on to collaborate with you, even if it's your track, you better give them the opportunity to shine. Right. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is not you're not just doing a favor to somebody. You're giving somebody an opportunity to spotlight, shine. Spotlight, yeah. You're giving someone the spotlight. And Mr. Perfect would give every single person in there that spotlight. He would sell like a motherfucker, whether you were five foot two or whether you were Hulk Hogan, he would sell your the punch the same way. And I look at that, and the thing that makes him my all-time favorite is uh, he has a match against Bret Hart, Bret the Hitman Hart, uh, SummerSlam 91. Now, going into this match, he knows that pretty much as soon as this match is over, he has to have back surgery, okay? Mm. Like, he knows going into it that he's going to be gone for a long time after this. He's, He's really hurt. And you watch that match, and it's a 20-minute match, and every single bump that that dude takes is on his lower back which mm. is what he has to go have surgery for. But it makes the story good. Right. And it makes Bret Hart look like a million bucks. And it makes Bret Hart the hero. Bret Hart was a tag team guy. He was never a solo guy. That match made Bret Hart a solo guy. And if Mr. Perfect was playing hurt, you know what I mean? 
Bret Hart wouldn't have gotten over the way he got over. Right. But he was always that person that is, I'm going to do anything that I need to do to make this look as good as it needs to look. And 90% of the time, that was at his own expense. And yeah. I, yeah, and I respect somebody that, like, you could tell he loved wrestling more than he loved... Okay, he loved wrestling more than he loved being a wrestler, if that makes mm. sense. The the art, the, the bigger product was always more important to him than making himself look good. Okay. And that's a rare, rare trait, and I right. thought he did it better than anybody. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why I'll be talking about, like, I didn't like... Lamp. Exactly. Totally. totally <laughs> made a whole career out of it. And that, like, that's, like, those, like, stories like that is, like, what I like to hear from yeah. your podcast, and that's why I tune in. And I'm just like, that's, uh, that's just, you know, great shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I learn, Thanks, I learn shit every time I, like, listen to an episode. Like, I was like, because you know I got to jump in and out this fucking van, but I'm still listening to the Shawn Michaels episode. So I, like, turn the shit up loud. I get out the car. You hear the door open. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Shawn Michaels, his best match, I was like, you know, then go back in there oh, and try yeah. to listen to it. It's just like. Go back 30 seconds. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll rewind it. I don't give a fuck. You know, so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, man, so, like, thank you for that. You know, that's definitely dope. You know, I Thanks, appreciate man. that. That's what's up. Yeah. You got yeah. a topic. Um, not really, you know. Um, you know, due to the technical difficulty we had, because it's some fucking bullshit, man. It's some bullshit, you know. But low key, I'm mad as fuck, bro. I, 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 <laughs> You're holding you know, it together. I'm holding it together. <laughs> he, 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 this motherfucker just took a shot. Uh, he just took this goddamn tequila to the face, and he been drinking. I saw that. I was like, I was like, my man, you, you, you all right? <laughs> no, no I'm shot good, glass man. needed. You know what? Because like, I, I'm, I know I'm he, 30 minutes late for a date with a big booty freak right now. <laughs> oh, we're holding, him up. <laughs> holding him up, man. I can't do that. No, he ain't hold me up. Man, no, no, I, this I know, is for the. This is part of the job, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying, yeah, you gotta, you gotta yeah. make sacrifices in life. Yeah, man, should have yeah. another chance. You're being the, Mr. Perfect right now. See what I'm saying? Sacrificial I was about to say that. Sell it for the sake of the show, baby. Should have another chance at Mr. Perfect. One day, you know what I'm oh, the hit man. Right Don't worry there. about it. You know what I'm saying? It's all good, man. Man, you the illest dog. <laughs> Like y'all some ill motherfuckers, man. Like y'all really are. Like who, uh, like who raised y'all? Man, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know some, wolves, some wolves, wolves. A kangaroo for me. I had only one other subject. What's that? It's a uh, it's something that I see that happens in the black community. Uh, I mean, feel free to chime in. Please do. Uh, my, uh, with all my expertise. Yeah. <laughs> would you? Uh, oh God, you don't like living, do you? What no. is up with the? Uh, More than I like dying. It's Man, income sure. tax season. Uh huh. You know oh. what I'm saying? And niggas yeah. is getting their income taxes back for us poor folk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just wondering, man, like, what is up with the income tax hate? You know what it is? Because, like, you know, first of all, niggas hate everything, okay? Let's, let's get that out of the way. Niggas was, like, dressing up. For, first of all, we don't dress up to go nowhere for, like, movies and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, it's some, it's, uh, granted, it's some niggas that dress up for Star Wars, Harry Potter, and all the other shit. You know what I'm saying? But niggas we, dress up for Black Panther. We dressed, they, like, niggas dressed up for Black Panther. I went with a white girl to go see Black Panther. Mm. Crucify me now. Right. But anyway, it, uh, but anyway, we, um, like, they what? was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, they, they, um, was dressing up. They was having a good time, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, why can't we have that? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, why y'all, what y'all mad at? Why are y'all mad? You know what I'm saying? But tax tax, uh, returns as tax returns. Tax you paid is returned to you. Right. You know, you've already paid in. What the fuck are you upset about? That niggas want to go ball out with their motherfucking taxes or do whatever the fuck they want to do with their taxes. That's their business. Shut the fuck up. 
You mad because you got like five hundred dollars in taxes? Like, shut the fuck up. Right. So wait, I gotta ask because I'm not even really understanding the question. Like, what do you mean, like tax return hate? Like, people are upset it's, at other people for getting like exactly. It's, it's it, yeah. people yeah. okay. Like in in I guess in it's this must be a black thing, but it's definitely a black thing. In our like community or whatever the fuck with niggas, niggas, uh, <laughs> some black people. Because okay, because black people get income taxes and they do wild man shit like okay. go buy like Cadillacs and like <laughs> a penguin. Yeah, like they <laughs> Yeah, exotic pets. Like they just wild out. You know what I'm saying? Probably a jackal on my yeah, no, they <laughs> Right. A fucking jackal. <laughs> What you know about this jackal, nigga? <laughs> fucking jackal. But no. Oh, God. Black people, like, done outlandish oh. shit with their income tax return. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. And so there's another group of, like, really, like, snooty black people. Okay. And they're, like, income tax returns is, like, broke talk to them. So they're, like, they hate on, it's a lot of hate online around this time of the year. You get a lot of memes that's, like... You know, just talking shit about people who receive income tax returns. Right. You know what I'm saying? And what I'm saying is, I just don't understand what the fuck the hate is about. Like, that's no. that's some goofy shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. To look down on a person because they're getting a fucking income tax. So, what do you got fucking seven, eight thousand dollars and he want to eat at Beanie Hanna's every day of the week <laughs> for two months? Like, this is <laughs> fucking money. Priority. Like, you yeah. do whatever the fuck you want to do with your yeah. own money, man. I just don't understand the hate. Like, what the fuck is that about? You know what I'm saying? I think it's a lot of people, um, and I don't know how it is like internally within the black community. Yeah. Um, but I just know it as just like a, a general because I there's enough of my fucking Facebook friends and shit like that that are relatives that I have nothing in common with. And a big thing that I don't have in common with them is that sort of aspect of they like if because I'm not doing what you would do with my money if I got it. Right. That it's, you see that as like, you're like almost taking that personally. And like as an insult that like, I'm like, I'm assuming that people are saying they should be putting that, you know, into a savings account or they should be doing that to get housing or whatever it is. And someone chooses to go and spend it on Benihana for however many days. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's like, everybody feels like they know, everybody knows how to spend your money better than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. in this time of year, I feel like that spotlight's just bigger on, on it because people are people who have not had a large sum of money at one time for the past year are suddenly getting it. And you're, Flaunting it, but I don't even think you're flaunting it. It's just you're putting your life on social media because that's the world we live in now. Right. And people want to hate on it because they see it as being irresponsible. But at the end of the day, it's like, look, you're not, you're not the reason that I'm getting any form of money. Yeah, it is irresponsible, but it's your irresponsible. It's your irresponsibility. Exactly. Like, you know that's, that's all it is. Yeah. yeah like you yeah, know. Yeah. No. Yeah. You should. You probably stuff. should. Like put that shit in some kind of totally account you know what i'm but, saying but and, and like, rack up some interest or some, some shit you know what i'm saying funds. you definitely should do that shit yeah. and but, i would you know what yeah. i'm saying because i have the knowledge to do that right but niggas in the hood don't be having that kind of knowledge like they you know what i'm saying like they, they just I, I try to tell my cousins that they like, can't think further than they know sometimes so it's like you know yeah i try, I try to tell my cousins that like we like we are at a, a disadvantage because we don't know certain things like we don't like when black people die that's it 
that's it. They only if kids, nothing, nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's just how we're conditioned, which is fucked up. But not all black people. Not not all, but some. You know, so but um, you know, but the tax hate thing is just like yeah, people just see that like oh y'all, y'all like y'all forget I ball all year, I get tax like good for you. Okay, like, don't nobody care yeah. because that's it's the nigga that I work with that said that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's some memes on the internet. Yeah, it's like, like shaming. Like, yeah. 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 Like, it's like, like yeah. this is the one time a year you actually get to act like you are something. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what he was, he was saying that. You know what I'm oh, saying? And I know for a fact, like, nigga, you need an income tax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you out here looking crazy. You yeah. like, I don't know income tax shit, man. Y'all niggas, I've been getting money all year. Like, bro, Could stop Could have fooled me. Like, like, no. Like, like every week you ask me for it. I ain't gonna say that. But. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't no, but that. that's a good point though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you're you you try to shame somebody because for the one time a year that they actually get a certain amount of money that they're able yeah. to do those things. You can say that you're doing that all year round, but like you say you're asking me for shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's too. it's corny. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, knock yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's very unnecessary. Yeah, to but that. and also it seems like quit acting like you're like more like you've got your shit more together than you really do. Yeah. Everybody falling apart somewhere. You Everybody's know what I'm falling apart somewhere. It's just like just you know what I'm saying. If you can't help somebody out, like you know what I'm saying, like if somebody asks me for something, like if I can help you out, that's my you know what I'm saying. Why yeah. not? Especially yeah. if you if I call you my friend, my boy, my brother, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, like. You know what I'm saying? If I can help you out, I can. Like, like everybody act like they don't like they don't fall short somewhere. I'm like, yeah. quit acting like you don't. Like, if I punch you, you won't bleed. Like, cut it out. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's shit, crazy. That yeah, shit, nobody, shit, fucking. Stupid. Nobody's perfect. At Except all. for Mr. So Mr. Perfect. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt Henning, baby. Oh, man. Only one. Hey, one Mr. Perfect. Only. As long as you know, motherfucker, that's it. <laughs> it's the cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. <laughs> Nobody does it better. Man, that like, uh, dog. If you cut a promo, dog, like, could you? Do you think you could cut a promo, Mike? I okay, and yeah. a, I've dude. You act like I don't like cut promos in the bathroom None. mirror. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, to this day, to this I don't, day. I don't know if there's someone. I don't know if there's someone I haven't cut a promo on in my head. Oh, um, man. Yeah, man. God, give me a give me a fucking subject and a target, and I can, oh, man. I can cut a promo. Man, I don't think I could. I think I'll stutter and shit. No, 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 no. You just gotta, you gotta roll with it. That's the thing. Cause I'll go, cause I've done that shit. I and I've all of a sudden, like in my head, I'm kind of pro, and I'm like, I'm going off track here. And you, you just gotta find a way. To, you just gotta find a way to tie it all back together. Oh man, oh, no. I, I, I couldn't do it. I'm like, I hear the talks back there. You think I don't deserve to be the <laughs> world heavyweight champion? I'll decimate anyone that comes in this ring. Everybody, <laughs> this motherfucker's <laughs> On the way to Amazon. I'll, I'll deliver all these packages in under three hours. I deserve to be the top driver. Here comes somebody with their music. Oh my like, look here, God. bitch. You don't deserve shit. Yeah. Yeah, so that's all. I feel like now that you've told me that, I feel like that's all the income tax people are. There's people trying oh. to cut a promo on. Nice. <laughs> You don't you don't ball all year round. I ball all year round. You, you don't either. You just you need to borrow twenty dollars every fucking week. And you owe somebody some money from last year. You poor Yo. motherfucker. Oh my uh, fucking god, bro. Uh, tell me why are you behind on your sprint bill, bitch. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh man, hey, hey, that cutting promo shit is real. Like, uh, I think I'm gonna do that next time I have sex. I'm like, whose pussy is this? <laughs> <laughs> you like this dick, don't you? You like it? <laughs> you haven't seen a dick like this since Madison Square Garden in '98. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I can't. Uh, my fucking chest. I can't take. Yo, chest, nigga. I gotta pee. Oh, <laughs> God. oh God, man. You know what? This this raps. This, oh God, nigga. Oh my God, my fucking body is killing me, man. <laughs> Oh my god! You know what? I think this is uh, wraps right here, man. This nice is, little hour. Uh, nice little, yeah, nice little almost hour. But um, y'all missed a lot of shit. But we gonna we gonna re up on y'all. Yeah, man. look don't forward to part it. two. Yeah, part two, man. Uh, yeah, thank, Mike, thank, don't, go ahead, bro. Oh yeah, thanks, Mike, for stopping by, man. It was know? a pleasure. Oh uh, yeah, you we, guys are awesome. Yeah, we gonna uh, sh- we gonna both of us gonna show up on the you know the tag team champions gonna show up on your uh, there podcast. You go. There you go. All fucking day, baby. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Oh, Booker oh, T. Booker T, what, ha- what happened to you, baby? <laughs> oh, you man. Amazon, too. <laughs> oh, nigga. I'm the five time, five time, five time. I'm like, all right, we, need to, all right, we get it. All right. Uh, but uh, like, comment, subscribe, man. Detroit yes, State yes. of Mind podcast. Uh, thank you, Mike Mueller, for coming by. Make sure y'all uh, check out the Closet Champion uh, podcast. You know what I'm saying? That's when all do you uh, drop? So try to drop every Monday. Um, sometimes I'll drop more than once a week, but I try to do every Monday, usually around like uh, six seven p.m. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, Spotify yeah. on uh, SoundCloud. Spotify, uh, Anchor oh. FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I'm trying to get on Stitcher. It's proving to be a giant pain in the ass. Mm. Um, and trying to get on SoundCloud too. But right now. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, and Anchor. Okay. All right, All right man. Thanks for stopping by, man. It's uh, part one of the 20th episode, man. So uh, look out for that second one, man. We out. We out. Hell yeah. Sick. I want in line. I got to pee for real. Yeah. I know. I know. I know.